And so because every business is unique, there is no one size fits all marketing strategy. And the way that you create a marketing strategy with the communication that you create, the experience that you create, the things that you are willing to do versus not willing to do, that should all be centered around your business, your audience, your offer, and your business's personality. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 563. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast and the final episode of our five-part series. I've enjoyed this series. I hope you have had some takeaways and thoughts and things that you can look deeper into or adjust or pivot based on what you're currently doing. Anytime I do a series um, of content or I teach, my intention for you guys is to always have some actions that you can take away because information is awesome, but there's way too much of it out there. And information without action won't actually move the needle and get you the results that you need and want and deserve and are capable of. So today's episode is the fifth part of the series. You can go back and listen to any of the ones in the series that came before. They're just right before this episode in the feed. And we're going to talk about the top marketing mistakes as a whole, like looking at marketing across the board um, and all the components of it. Some of these are things I have definitely talked about on the podcast, but I think it's always helpful to put it into one place. And you never know. Sometimes you hear something like three, four, six months ago, and then you hear it again today and it hits different or it means something different because your business has evolved. You've maybe shifted and changed some things or you've launched something new or whatever it is. And so it's it's really good sometimes to rehear something in a different way uh, to also see how it applies today compared to when you heard it the first time. So, all right, we're going to dive in. There's five mistakes that are the top mistakes people make across the board in their marketing. The first one I have talked about plenty. It is definitely a core value of mine and a core part of everything I teach and everything we do with clients And that is not customizing your marketing to your business, to your audience, and to your niche. I don't know if I've just specifically talked about this and why. I probably have, but it's been a while. And so I want to dig into this a little bit so that you understand the why. I always think it's important to understand the why so that you don't make that mistake and you understand why you're not making the mistake because people don't generally just follow something just because they're like, oh, you know, so-and-so said this. So here's the problem with not customizing your marketing. If we look at marketing and the root of it, marketing is about building relationships, creating connection and trust, and creating an experience that leads somebody from one point to the other all the way to becoming a paying customer, right? And so every single business is unique. No matter what industry you're in, no matter what you sell, even if you were to take all the e-commerce businesses or all the coaching businesses in the same niche, they're all unique. And they're unique in the sense that they have separate and different audiences and ideal customers they're trying to attract. They have a different offer. Every offer should have a unique component to it. It's like, why buy this one or this product when I have the other options? What's different about it? 
they also have a unique personality because every successful business, whether it's somebody who's the face of the brand or not, represents values and a personality. And that should be unique because that's how you stand out. And actually people who go through the process of removing themselves as the face of a business usually go through a process because I've talked to someone who did this, that they assign a personality type and an actual like persona to their business that they want the multiple people that are going to become the face of their brand to actually represent. So because somebody's personality is unique, that means the values are unique. That means the voice is unique. And that means the way you impact and communicate and do things is unique. And this is like the magic of marketing because I can guarantee you, you are attracted to brands that stand out, that you feel like I haven't heard it that way before, or they really understand me or they get me or really I really resonate with their values. And that creates trust, which creates them to move into action and ultimately buying from you. And so because every business is unique, there is no one size fits all marketing strategy. And the way that you create a marketing strategy with the communication that you create, the experience that you create, the things that you are willing to do versus not willing to do, that should all be centered around your business, your audience, your offer, and your business's personality. Let me put um, a little bit of context to this. I shared this on a, a webinar training a couple of weeks ago. So one of the processes I teach in deciding what your marketing strategy should be, like deciding what your lead generation tool or experience should be, is I start with identifying the core problems that your ideal customer experiences. So a list of what are all the micro, like specific problems that your ideal customer experiences. You've got probably a high level problem like I want to make more money or I want to lose weight or I want to improve my relationship, right? And then from there, you have usually a lot of micro little problems that usually center around not knowing how to do something, not having enough time. And so the example I gave is let's say that you're in the industry of I want to um, lose weight and then you have a micro problem of I don't have enough time to meal plan. And now you take that problem and you solve it and you ask yourself, how do I best solve this problem? So we're focusing on before we create the strategy, we're focusing on the problem we want to solve with the strategy we're going to create. So therefore, if you get to that point and you say, okay, I'm going to do a webinar, you'll quickly see very obviously that doing a webinar on not having, because you want to solve a problem for somebody who doesn't have enough time to meal plan is a terrible idea, right? Because somebody who doesn't have enough time to meal plan is 100% not going to go to a webinar that teaches them how to meal plan, even if it was a good content and a good training. But you may get a business owner who's in a program or who saw somebody else in their industry do a webinar, get fixated on this idea that they have to do a webinar and forget why they're even doing it which is to serve their audience and to solve a problem that their audience has and then go do a webinar and it doesn't work. And so when you create a marketing strategy from the actual strategy and the experience itself, and then the way you talk about the strategy, the way you get people to move through the customer journey, the funnel, and the messaging around that, 
Those two things need to be custom because they need to start from a place of serving your audience and serving that ideal customer. And if they don't come from there with that as the number one priority, it's not going to work. And also, when I talk about the um, business's personality, that really does play a big part because there are some clients we work with and people I know who will absolutely crush something like a live challenge with a, a daily training and, and a way to you know communicate and create connection and show up for their audience. And it's a perfect fit in terms of what their audience would want to go through and an experience that they've created. They are a great fit for showing up live every single day. And then there are other people where that's not really putting them in a place where they can excel and they can shine. And I don't mean like maybe you're a little bit uncomfortable doing that, but I think it's really important to tailor your marketing to your strengths, to doing things that you feel very natural doing. Like when I show up and do a webinar or I record this podcast, it gives me energy. It fuels me. I love it. I feel like it is a purpose for me. I can just flow. It's not hard. It's not forced. There's not a lot of resistance. But if you go try to do something in your marketing that is so challenging and so against anything you could naturally do, you'll never be able to create that flow and that ease. And so it's figuring out how do you want to show up for your audience in a way that is through that like flow, ease, natural, naturally feeding your strengths because that will come through. So I also don't think people consider that. Now there is a line there because if you've like never done a webinar or never done a live training, you're naturally going to be nervous, but not to the point where it's like you feel so uncomfortable and so unnatural and you're forcing yourself to do that until you can get over that. It's going to come through in your marketing. So that's the first mistake. The second mistake, hands down, this one is so key. Everybody can improve on this, every single one of you. And it is something I talk about regularly on the podcast, but that is not going deep enough in your messaging, not going the extra couple of layers down in terms of connecting with your audience and your leads and your potential customers in their pain, their frustration, and their desires. There's almost always opportunity for us to create more depth in the way that we communicate. One of the ways that we help and support doing this, and this is something that I've shared before, but if if I'm working with someone who can't get to the root of their messaging, like the deep level components that are going to really like sink in and someone will feel it when they hear it or see it or read it, I keep asking the question, why? Why is that important? Why does that matter? To try to get to the root of that core frustration, the core desire, the core pain. And so when you look at your webinar or your lead magnet or your sales page or your product page, your emails, everywhere that you communicate, usually this is in the form of copy, but it can also be in the form of a video, of a podcast. When you look at all those areas, ask yourself, how could I take this a level deeper, a level deeper to speak to my ideal customer's pain, frustration, and desires. Because if you continue to take it deeper, what's going to happen is you're going to stand out. Because majority of the information and the noise out there fighting for your audiences and your ideal customer's attention is not going that deep. 
So when they see it, it lands in a different way. And when you really get to the root of that pain, that frustration, the desire of what they want, and you get down those several layers deep, and this doesn't mean complicated language. It's usually very simple, very straightforward, like less is more type of language, but it takes time to get to that level of refinement. And I think the reason why people oftentimes make this mistake is because of the time it takes. I've found a lot of times with things like copy and messaging in general, it's not something that you can just create once and then it's perfect. You have to sometimes create the first draft and come back to it the next day and come back to it the day after that. It's like when you write a book, right? You would never expect someone to like write their very first draft of a book and completely nail it. They're going to come back and be like, oh, this part doesn't make sense and we can improve this, right? When you write a book, there's like several, several levels of editing and proofreading and refining and improving. And usually you're sometimes trying to take a paragraph and turn it into a sentence and say the same thing. So it's the same thing with your messaging. It can't always be done well in like one shot. When we create a sales page, actually, when we create any copy for a client, there are multiple people who look at it. At least two is our process, but sometimes it goes back and forth a couple of times because sometimes you need to write it, let it sit, come back to it and write more. And so like even internally, when we create a sales page, the copywriter writes it, they write it, they review it, they come back to it, they take a few days with it. Then my marketing coordinator reviews it. She puts all in her comments. The copywriter goes back and makes edits to it. And then I do the final review. But even then, it's like it's probably a week in the works, right? And so it's getting deeper and deeper and deeper. That's very important with messaging. And I feel like people don't do that because they don't take the time for the refinement. The other reason people don't do this is they don't know on a deep enough level their audience's pain, frustration, and desires. And then therefore, how are they going to speak to them, right, if you don't know them? Okay. The third mistake um, in general with your marketing is not looking at and playing the long game. For sure, huge mistake, especially in beginning business owners and people just starting out because unfortunately there is a message out there and a an image being put out there that you can just kind of create a funnel, create an offer and sit back and and money will come and that's how easy it is and that's just not the case. Also, human nature is to have those multiple touch points. We talked about this in yesterday's podcast around sales conversion and your job with your marketing is to create the experience that creates the opportunity to have those 30, 40, 50 micro touch points with your brand. So somebody who isn't looking at and playing the long game is going to get very frustrated with their marketing very quickly. And really, I see it as a very immature business owner thing to do. And I think that it's almost like an initiation when someone goes from like this, um, I guess like wantrepreneur to an actual business owner and realizes the, the depth and the level that it requires to build a business. But when I say long game, It's not just about being patient with your results. It's also understanding that the work and the resources and the energy you put into your marketing today is going to pay off more than just right now, 
and this week and this month. Because if you add leads to your email list or you grow your audience every single day, those people, it's only a matter of time until they start converting. And you may add people to your audience this month or to your list this month and then you have a strategy where you are consistent, which I talked about this yesterday in more depth about what that means. So go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. But you have a strategy that you're consistent in nurturing. And somebody who joins your list today may become a paying customer in six months from now. And you may be paid for them to join your list today, but they convert in six months. So I think it's really important to remember that, of course, we want marketing to be profitable. We need to see our business grow month over month. We do need to make back the money that we put in to be a healthy business. But also, especially in the beginning, in the first like two to four years of your business, you're building something bigger and your warm audience, having an audience of people who listen to your content, who watch your content, who follow you, and an email list is an asset to your business. It has value beyond the money you make this month. When you go to sell a business, it is valued a lot higher the bigger the email list you have and the bigger the following and the audience you have. Because obviously buyers know that there's a lot of money waiting to be made in that asset. So don't underestimate the power of consistency in your marketing and playing that long game and knowing that that is one of your main goals in marketing is that long game, okay? The fourth out of five mistakes I do talk about this one a lot too. This one is a core, core value of mine. That is not looking at your marketing as an experience. This is a way to make marketing so simple. Look at it as an experience. Your goal with your strategy, whether it's your content strategy, your funnel, your live launch, whatever it is, look at it as you're just trying to create an experience. You're trying to create an experience where somebody feels something. Somebody has realizations. Somebody is inspired. Somebody is more clear. Somebody understands the way they're going to go from where they are now to achieving what they want to achieve. And how do we create an experience? We create it through getting somebody to take actions. That action could be watching your webinar, reading your emails, taking notes on a takeaway that they have. We also create it through our language because through our language and our communication and our messaging, we can get somebody to feel things and to realize things they didn't realize before and have that experience. So if you are ever wondering why somebody is not taking an action, like signing up for your webinar or purchasing your offer or listening to your content, Look at it through their eyes, but how the experience is. And this is something I do all the time in my own marketing. And when I support clients with their marketing, I look at it as an experience. And I look at, okay, at this point in our strategy, somebody's not taking action. They're not filling out the application. They're not buying. They aren't watching the webinar, whatever it is. How do we need to improve the experience so that they want to? Because there's something we are doing or saying or not saying that is creating resistance for them to having a positive experience and to taking action. And when you look at marketing this way, 
it becomes so simple. Because if you were to be asked to create an experience, like if I was like, hey, take your best friend and create an experience for them that makes them feel so appreciated, for example, right? You'd come up with an experience. You'd be like, okay, I'm going to take her here and I'm going to do this and I'm going to say this and I'm going to share this with her. It would be so easy. So if I'm like, hey, take an experience or create an experience for your lead that gets them to go from where they are right now to where you need them to be to be ready to buy. And if you do that, they'll become a buyer, right? And so if you have a strategy right now where people are not taking an action and there's resistance to them moving through your strategy, look at the experience, the actual experience, like the steps. You know, is it the wrong form? Is it a webinar when it should be a three-part video series? Is it a challenge when it should be a webinar? Is it too short of a product sales page if you're in e-commerce? Like, is the experience going from the ad to the sales page not a good one, right? Look at that and the way that you're talking. And is that experience, are they going to feel the way you want them to feel and have that positive experience? So that is number four. And then the fifth and final mistake, this one's really important. And this one is integrated into everything I really just talked about. But I think, again, like... Marketing success is really, truly simple. <laughs> if, we, if we stay focused on the right things, it's really simple. And so this mistake I think is often made because people get so caught up in all of the bells and whistles and the you should do this, you should do that, you shouldn't do this, and they overwhelm and all of those things. And they lose sight of this, which is ultimately why we do anything in business. And that's not focusing on serving through every part of your marketing. Because why are we in business? We are all in business. Not to make money, that's a byproduct. We are all in business to serve our audience, serve our customers, solve a problem, change lives, create an experience, right? So we are in business for that. Like if we were not doing that, then we would not have a business. We would have zero sales. And so with our marketing, it's the same thing. Like, why are we creating a lead generation? Why are we creating a webinar? Why are we creating an email sequence? Why do I put this podcast out every week? The intention behind all of it is to serve, is to support, is to support my audience and my leads. And again, create that experience for them. And so if you're stuck on what your funnel strategy should be or how you should change it or what you can do to grow your list or grow your audience or make more sales, start with the focus and the intention being how can I serve? How can I serve my audience? How can I support them in whatever area and problem you solve as a business in a way that doesn't exist, that people are not doing and you have your unique spin on it and you have a way that you can support people and bring clarity and create changes and supporting them because you have your uniqueness. That thing we talked about in the first mistake of your unique values and personality and experiences and gift that you get to bring to the world through your business. So if you're ever stuck in your marketing, like for example, you're stuck on, you know, how to craft a webinar or what strategy to do or how, you know, your email marketing, focus on the experience, but then also ask yourself, what do I need to do to serve my audience in this place? Now, 
I do want to say this one thing that goes with this. Serving your audience does not equal the volume of information you give them. Overwhelming somebody is not serving them. I think so often people get a little bit lost with very good intentions, but get a little bit lost in serving their audience with fire hosing them with information and quote value. And so they will send a lot of emails or I had a client who wanted to create three PDFs instead of one because she just wanted to over deliver. But what I told her, this was a VIP client of mine, as I said, this is not helping your audience because what's going to happen is they're going to get all this information and then they're going to feel so overwhelmed and then they're not going to actually take action on the thing you want them to take action on. So that's not serving your audience. So the amount of information and quote, again, value that you give somebody does not necessarily mean that you are serving them more. Your job in your marketing and as a leader is to create a way to present information and create an experience that creates clarity. It creates the belief in a possibility. It takes away their overwhelm and supports them. And so oftentimes that means spending the time actually giving less, but giving more depth to what you put out and really thinking through strategically how somebody is going to feel when they receive what you put out or they listen to your webinar or they attend your challenge or they go through your email sequence. Because more does not always equal more. So that's a very important caveat to serving because people get that confused very often. All right, you guys, this wraps up our five-part series on top marketing mistakes. And I do want to mention we are going into a new month. This next week is the start of October and also the start of quarter four, which is wild. Um, It's also my birthday month, my favorite month of the year. Anyways, We have spots that open up at the beginning of the month. We've actually been on a two-week wait list for our Done For You offer. Uh, We're not on a wait list for our Done With You right now, but we're basically at cap for what we could take on in the month. So if you're going into Q4 like, I'm ready to crush my marketing, I'm ready to crush my Black Friday sales, I'm ready to go into the new year with already a list that's growing, a marketing strategy being executed, and I know I can't do that by myself, I would highly encourage you to reach out to our team and just chat with us, see where you're at, what your next steps should be, and how we could potentially support you. I have an entire team that can support you in a snap of the fingers with your strategy, with your copy and your creative, with your funnel work, with your ads execution, with implementing everything, with telling you what to do with your marketing so that you can stay in the place in your business that you are supposed to be, which is the creative space, the visionary, the product development, the connection to your audience. And it's very hard to wear all the hats. So if you've listened to this series or maybe listened to my podcast for a little while now and you've been on the fence, it's a new month. We've got new spaces that open up and I'd love to support you in this next quarter so we can finish the year off strong. You can go to helpmystrategy.com. That will take you to an application. It'll walk you through what the best option is for you based on your revenue and where you're at in your business. And then you can chat with our team. So helpmystrategy.com. Thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in. 
Stay tuned next week. I think I'll be doing the Costa Rica takeaway episode. I still got to plan that one. (laughs) I think it's almost there. It's been processing. It's been percolating in me for a few days. So I think it's coming next week. I've gotten a lot of people asking for it. Uh, Even my team is like so curious, like, please, can you share? Because you are a different person. It is coming um, probably next week. So I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.